All right, last story for the morning. We've got some fresh investment news out of Aceable, which was originally an online driver's education and defensive driving course company. Their scope has expanded a bit in recent years, and so has their investment portfolio. So here's some reporting out of TechCrunch. Private equity firm HGGC just added $50 million in investments to Aceable. Uh, if we look back two years ago, Aceable also secured $47 million in Series B funding from Sageview Capital. And so with its initial Series A investment of $4 million, now has more than $100 million in total capital raised. Though Aceable began as a driver's ed platform, like I mentioned, it has grown to become an online training tool for everyone from drivers to real estate agents. And they're really expanding uh, their footprint in the ed tech space. John Block, who's a partner at HGGC, said the following, quote, We are big believers in Aceable's mission and their long track record of success in developing mobile-first education technology. Our investment reinforces our confidence in the team and will allow Aceable to grow to the next level while helping people achieve the life they want through continuing education, end quote. So for some thoughts on this investment news, we're joined again by Kevin Hogan, host of Market Scales Remote Possibilities. Kevin, it's another Friday. Great to have you on, man. Thanks, Daniel. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. So let's jump right in. How successful has Aceable's online learning solution been compared to any of the other players in the market based on what you've heard or what you've interacted with uh, more specifically? Well, it seems like, you know, eight years in the making that the the evolution of their technologies and the uses of their technologies is, is a pretty steady curve upwards, right? I mean, this isn't like some sort of dot-com back from last century uh, that is nothing but marketing glitz in front of it uh, with, with nothing to back it up. Uh, it's an example of, of real technologies that are, are being embedded into everyday learning experiences. Now, John Block, again, the partner at HGGC, uh, made note to mention that Aceable has a lot of success in their mobile-first education technology. Is that something that you see continuing to uh, draw attention or at least be a focus for online learning platforms and edtech developers to make sure that their content works on a mobile level, not just on your desktop computer in, or uh, in a more structured learning environment? Yes, no, why or why not? Uh, yes, and I think it's a very important component when uh, for two things. First is the, the piece of, of digital equity. Uh, you know, the pandemic has shown uh, the stark reality of uh, folks who have technologies and those who don't. Uh, it is a solution to a lot of those. So if, if folks can access information through their mobile devices and can learn through their mobile devices, that's that's something that's really important. Uh, and the, the second piece to that is the idea of, of upskilling. Um, again, during the pandemic, uh, large job losses have led to people looking for new types of work. Um, these sort of upscaling technologies uh, and these these learning platforms that can be used on phones are, again, hopeful for people who are, are, are trying to stay afloat. Aceable seems to be leaning into upskilling and reskilling as a main part of their platform, especially in a post-COVID world with massive unemployment and the deterioration of several industries like Main Street Retail. So do you see this as a realistic endeavor by Aceable to uh, you know, offer upskilling and reskilling at scale? 
Or do you think that this conversation we've been having over the last several months, the ability to rescale into a new field, do you see that as maybe overhyped at all today? What are your thoughts on this dynamic? I think it was happening already. Um, I think these dynamics were in place, but they have just accelerated as a result of the pandemic in, in, in many other aspects uh, of industry as well. But in this case, yeah, it's it's definitely here to stay. I don't think this is something that's going to retreat once once the madness is over. Um, and I think all these technologies will just be more firmly entrenched than ever before. All right, last question for you, Kev. Is this telling of continued capital investments in ed tech post-COVID? Do you think we're going to continue to see these kinds of massive uh, private equity firms uh, putting millions into different ed tech startups and companies? Yes, no, why or why not? I do because uh, you know there's a real need for it, A. Uh, B, with an incoming administration that has already sent signals uh, that education, uh, both at the, the K-12 and the higher ed uh, side, um, are going to be top priorities. And thirdly, that I think industries themselves have realized the importance of education uh, when it comes to onboarding new employees, when it comes to supporting employees in their current work, as well as encouraging uh, workers to continue to grow in what you know if the phrase was always lifelong learning. Um, these technologies enable that. So I, I think, yes, absolutely. All right, Kevin Hogan, host of Market Scales Remote Possibilities. Thanks again for joining us. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you, Daniel. 